I got a list of things I should probably mention. <clears throat> Let's hear it. Number one, you don't drink regular milk like a queer. I don't drink. I actually drink milk, but it, it has to be one of those cheese slices wrapped around a man's dick. Oh, let's wait for the laughter. Uh, we're going to pencil this <laughs> in there. Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome to the Safe Word Podcast. Uh, my guest... You, you know, well, you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, my name is Leonardo Joni. I'm on Instagram at Leonardo is funny. I'm a comedian, writer. Jody. Joni. Joni, but it's not spelled. J O N I E. It's a made up spelling. I know, I know a Jaunty in England. Yeah, no, I made, I made up that. It's a variation of my original last name. Isn't it weird? A lot of people do modify their names for show business or just to get um, through the day, tired of explaining to people on how to say their name correctly. Tired of explaining to people. Plus, I say a lot of stuff that I don't want to go back. I don't want it to go back to my family. So, yeah, I have a couple Canadian uh, can comedian friends that are um, they've uh, they've got s different family names as a performer. Yeah. Yeah. To avoid any backlash. I was foolish and I thought my family was going to be very proud. Oh yeah, right. Um I had <laughs> I had a I had an issue um that I was revealed to me down the road but um in 2000 I did a, my first hour stand-up special in Canada. It was kind of like the it was about as, as big as you could do in in the, my field of stand-up comedy was to do a comedy now special. It was the kind of HBO equivalent and um i never really thought about the because i'd mentioned family members in there to create these characters in these these fantasy worlds but i'd say mother father so on and so forth to add the context and um they thought i was like making fun of them directly oh yeah for for a minute for a minute i think but uh yeah there's you know it's you kind of leave yourself open for criticisms, and um, sometimes your family can be worse than any online YouTube comment. Oh, all the time, man. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Right? My family. <laughs> what? Is it hot over at your house? <laughs> Is it hot in my house? Dude, my family, I've been disowned so many times. I want to know. Officially. I disowned. hear, I, is, was there yelling? 
Um, there was more. Just or was like, it like psychological warfare? No, 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 no. There was all levels. There was okay. physical, psychological. Did you have like the X Men of terrorist family members where they all had specific skill sets and they'd work together against you? Yeah, they were called different uh, personalities of my dad. Oh, really? <laughs> was your father a? It's uh... a rageaholic. Oh, okay. But he wasn't diagnosed with uh, multiple personalities. No, no, no. I mean, he probably could be, but, you know. Rageaholic, though, but it's kind of like living with Popeye or something like that. Yeah, I mean, if Popeye, you know, uh, (laughs) threw Olive against him off the ship every time he got pissed off at her or something, yeah. Just waterboarded Olive. You've seen people have road rage, and it may as well be throwing Olive over a bridge. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, a lot of it has to do with uh, Albanian culture. Albanian culture is so... Um, the one emotion Albanians have no problem feeling is rage. So, and that... Some that, people mistaken that for passion. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, it's just rage. And, uh, you know, other stuff is really way more uncomfortable for them to feel, like humility, you know. But um, it comes from It's macho. Up- well, you have to you have to understand that the region is a war torn region, mm. right? It's constant warfare, constant attempts to erase uh, Albanian people off the face of the earth. What's the population um, in the country? Ooh, there's more Albanians living outside of Albania than within it yeah. because of so much uh, immigration that's happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I don't have the figures off the top of my head. I think it's something like four million. I believe that's not a lot. It's not a lot of people. It's not a lot of people. Historically, they've been, you know, basically since at least the mid 1400s, they had to deal with the Ottoman Empire occupying them forcibly. I think that's how people in Quebec feel like the rest of the country of Canada. That that there's not a lot of them, and they have to preserve their culture. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And oh, I don't even think that now that you've phrased it in a way that normal people could understand. You're that's exactly they're militantly. you know, they won't even acknowledge you speaking English outside the city of Montreal. Wow. Yeah. Are you? It's a from real there? fuck you. No. Are no, we- I'm from uh, um, closer to uh, Buffalo. So you're British Canadian. Yeah. That's your lineage. For sure. Uh, okay. Well, let's let's one side of the tree um, is very. Uh, I have the paperwork to prove it. So grandfather's English, grandmother's Irish. Grandfather Grimsby, England. Uh, grandmother from Cork, Ireland. Now, on my father's side, uh, farmers um, just out in New Brunswick for, I don't know, 150 years? Wow. So, I don't know what happened, uh, how they ended up there at 150 years ago, but um, there's, I don't know, I'm too afraid to do... Uh, 21 and me. 23 and me. 23 and me. <laughs> what do you have Down syndrome? I no, do I thought 20, that was the legal drinking 21, age. 21 and me. Why no. is it 23 and me? You have 23 chromosomes. I do? Well, we don't know about you. That's what I mean. It could be 21 and me. Yeah. I have 21. No, but the Down syndrome is actually having from ha, from having an extra chromosome, actually. Ah. I don't even know if you could survive if you have less than 23 chromosomes. Well, we're going to find out at the hospital. <laughs> Stay tuned next week, folks, when I find out if I'm really alive. <laughs> Uh, have you done any of that? No, because I don't want them to have my information. That's it. I, I mean, and anybody who's like, yeah, just conspiracy theorist, yeah, it's like you're brain dead, dude. So I don't really care. That, I mean, I am a conspiracy theorist. First and of all, look for at good what, reason. Think of your DNA as an iPhone. 
It's more than that, dude. Oh, most definitely. It's but like think everything that they up. could ever want to know. Yeah. And then if they do want to manufacture a biological weapon, like maybe what happened last year that specifically targets people of a different demographic, they could do that and with that, that information. And then you have the other side of the argument of people going, well, why would they want your DNA? Well, maybe they need a slice of it because it's a missing piece it's to another It's not necessarily puzzle. your DNA. It's, I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight because of this. They want, they want, uh, they don't even need yours specifically. They just need enough people's DNA to get a trend of what's happening, you know? Like rings on a tree. Yeah. And the thing is of like- society. I don't need to do that because I- I talk to my grandmother and my grandmother is like, a, you know, an alcoholic. <laughs> she's, she's not telling nothing. She, she's a repertoire of knowledge. This is one of the things we have with like Americans, right? They take their, as soon as they're, yeah, but you got to think old, about, they send them away. You trust her as a time capsule of your lineage. Yeah. Well, you know what? Somebody before her was probably full of shit. And somebody, I don't, I'm not doubting your grandmother's uh, word. If you were talking about on my dad's side, I'd be like, yeah. yeah. On my mom's side, the lineage is just... The women have got it all on lockdown. They know where all the uterus is connected over yeah. the arc of yeah. time. Yeah. And and my grandmother is like a you know a person of noble character, which you can't say for everyone. I want to meet her. Yeah. She, you, she, she's good. She's the center of your family, would you say? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I would say so. Yeah. I mean, and now, right? Because she she came what over when my brother 80? was born. She, yeah, she's like 85. 85. Yeah. Good for her. The her, fact that she's... On the other side of the rainbow of uh, the death rattle of this last 12 months. Yes. Is yeah. uh, she just, she literally just went through the worst war of her life. Yeah. Well, no, no. She went through the worst war of her life way earlier. Mm. But, you but know, she could identify the attackers. They were even in uniform. With this, the, the good thing is that she doesn't speak English, so she wasn't watching. The good thing about yeah. grandma is she doesn't speak, she doesn't speak English. English. So she wasn't watching the news like and knowing the fear mongering uh, that they were trying. Yeah. Like she she picked up on it because of what everybody was talking about and everything. And for the first little bit of time, she was scared. But my grandmother is like gangster. So when I was like, you know, I'm staying away because I don't want to get you sick. She was like, I want to see you. Yes. I don't care. Yeah. I want to see you. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. I'm, they're willing to take the risk. Because they know that they, they've had some real struggles in their life. And uh, if a hug is going to kill them, then they're like, I went out on a high. <laughs> you know, it's like some guys go to Vegas and drown in a hot tub. Yeah. Except grandma just needs a hug. She just needs a hug. She does need, I want to hug grandma. How tall is she? She's little. She's a little. She's a little lady. She's a little stumpy. She's like yeah. 200 pounds. She's probably like 5'5". Five five. Uh, and what was her childhood job? Because you know she, she worked as a child. She yeah. worked on a farm. Yeah. She was a farm. I yeah, she a, told me about the stories about when she'd go into the field and wear the shoes to push down the corn mm -hmm. when it was time to harvest it. Yep. And I was like, wow. Uh, that shithead you staying on my couch got up at one o'clock in the afternoon. Your grandmother's out in homemade shoes oh. at 6 a.m. Please, for before lunch. that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's lunch, 6 a.m. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what a fucking, like. Gangster. I, yeah. Gangster. I mean, there's a reason they call her generation the greatest generation. Okay. They're people of character. Yeah. You know, like it was crazy shit. Like my grandma was 15 when my grandfather saw her and was like, that's the woman I'm going to marry. And then he had to go to war. We bought into all that. What do you mean? We you know, her? like love at first sight. He goes to war, comes back. We have a family. Yeah. We build a house. And, and they did. And, and they totally did. That's not even in the ether and for what's, what's our generation. Yeah. What's better? Do you know what I mean? Like I think about that because I grew up in this generation of the, and I see it and I'm like, Okay, so you want to have a bunch of random dicks or random pussy, whoa, right? Whoa. 
That's what it is. He's sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> you want to have a bunch of random dicks and random pussy mm. that ultimately, like, what are you doing? You're wasting kind of like the best years of your life where you could be planting a firm foundation. Yeah, that's what I'm dealing with here with uh, Billy Bedsores. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I'm like, he didn't want to go and sign up for Kill Tony one day. Why? Yeah, exactly. What I'm are you like, better than? I love when people are better than that and they don't even have a career. I go, there's people out there. First of all, he got on twice in the last four weeks. Wow. That's that's really good. Yeah. I anointed him with some witchcraft. Did you? While he was sleeping. Did you really? To give him some no, sort of uh, extra uh, abilities to navigate the cosmos and end in an opportunity. That's me. That's you. I put it on uh, airplane, but the alarm still goes on. Yeah, the alarm goes off. Fuck. Hold on. Who's that? Okay, great. Thank you. I apologize. And we're back uh, from our sponsors. Um, fuck, Grandma. I, well, I didn't mean to phrase it like that. But, <laughs> yeah, dude. But Grandma, um, what happened with Grandma? Well, she she was like, okay, that's who I'm going to marry. And then oh. pe people were like, well, what about this? She was like, I already gave my word. 15, gave her word. Yeah. 15, a person of character. Mm -hmm. Then my, you know, grandfather comes back from the war. My grandma is about 19 at this point. They get married. <laughs> they get married. They have three kids. One of her kids is actually born with Down syndrome. Uh -huh. Third kid. Welcome and, to the world. Yeah. and Things uh, are getting real. My grandfather's like, just leave him. Because he was, man, he's like, well, this guy, this baby's not gonna be able to do anything. Yeah. Just leave. And my grandmother was like, no, this yeah. is my kid. Yeah. And she brought him back home from the hospital, raised him for, you know, 30 something years. He died in his mid 30s from a fever because, uh, you know, people with Down syndrome don't live a long time. Mm -hmm. Is my, it an immune system issue or they kind I, of have the life of a Great Dane? I don't know. Mm. I don't know. But the thing about my, my grandfather also, you know, 10 years into their marriage, he was murdered. And when you say like, leave him. That was like a normal. That was that a was very, a normal thing a in the normal. hospital. Yeah. Be, he'll be raised in an orphanage for yeah. special needs people. Yeah. And my grandma uh, was what a hellish yeah existence. Hellish. My grandma was like, absolutely not. This is my hellish. child. Hellish. I remember the movie Annie, and she lived in the orphanage. Mm. Gruel. Isn't that what they ate? The yeah. gruel. Yeah. The gray mattered. You don't know what it oatmeal. is. Oatmeal. It's like the the brains of old people. I don't know. Is I think that's how you get mad old old people disease. Yeah, from eating the brains of the elderly. Yeah, don't eat the brains of anyone. Maybe it's kind of one of those reverse things where if you eat senile brain tissue, that you'll actually get smarter. Uh, I don't think so. No. <laughs> uh, um, Maybe it's like drinking almond milk. Oh, I'm getting my period talking to you. Yeah, I know you are because you freaking poured almond milk into I know. my coffee. I like almond milk. It's gay. I drink a lot of um, coffee and you can't drink a, a, a liter of dairy a day because that's how many cups of coffee I'd have. Well, how much milk are you putting in the coffee? Very little, maybe about a shot. Yeah, well, that's not. Yeah, but then you have 60 shots. Okay, well, 60 cups of coffee, you're out of control. 60 cups. No, it's probably two shots of... But then I'll go full cream. What I really like is, is, is a treat for myself, carnation canned milk. Oh, the sweet and condensed milk? Ugh. You put that's, it, because that, that's like actually what Cuban coffee is like. 
Yes. They use sweetened condensed milk. Yeah, I love all the uh, rainbows of coffee, especially countries that have like, um, some of the best coffee I ever had was in a jewelry store in Dubai. In a plastic cup given to me about a 10-year-old kid. Is- Dude, I know. Some of the best coffee. I, one, I remember one of the best cups of coffee I had was from this random bodega somewhere in North uh, like Harlem. I don't remember exactly where it was. Mm. Maybe it was like Inwood. I don't know what they did, but I can't recreate that cup of coffee. Yeah, it was you, so good. And as you sip, you kind of know the bottom's coming up. Yeah. And then what am I going to do? Because I'm, <laughs> I'm on this now. The guy's got me hooked. Yeah. I went back after one of those. There was a coffee shop in Kensington Market in Toronto. And I came back. I said, this is the best cup of coffee ever. And he goes, I only make one best cup of coffee. He's uh-huh. like, he's like he, he cut himself out of trying to recreate that moment. Yeah. But he knew I was a dedicated customer. But yeah, coffee, do you drink booze? Uh, occasionally. Not, yeah. a big, not a big drinker. No. Yeah. You can't be now. Why? Because everyone's busy. What it's, do you mean? You, you, how many comics do you know that show up with hangovers and blow it? How many comics do I know who show up drunk? Yeah. I don't get that. I can't work uh, inebriated. The only thing no. I could ever do is be on a micro dose of mushrooms. Okay. Comedy. Yeah, that's respectable. Yeah. Because it's not, I'm not so out of it. I'm nope. a little more bubbly yeah. and giggly, and so I'm a little more free. Yeah. Uh, and that's it. Yeah. Or a drink. Yeah. But even that, I usually go up sober. I used to just take a beer on stage and then continue that to 4 a.m., Oh, from, wow. from the beginning of the show to the wee hours of the morning. So would you get inebriated? <laughs> yeah. Are you sober now? <laughs> no? I don't know. Uh, I don't drink booze. Oh, I you haven't. Don't drink booze. Okay. I quit for six years when I first started. Oh, wow. Okay. And then uh, when I moved to Europe, it was like, it was on. It was back. It was a different thing. It was like, you know, drinking in New York and drinking in Los Angeles are two different places. Because of driving, you mean? Uh, yeah, that's a big part of it. You know, you can commute relatively easy. In New York. In New York, yeah. hammered. Yeah. You can do a full bar crawl. Yeah. And then, uh, but um, yeah, anyway, pub culture in England. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I know. They're big alcoholics over there. Yeah. They need it because in England, they're like very, I went, the one, <laughs> no, the one thing I found when I went to England. I oh, good. What year did you go? I went in. Uh, yeah, you actually one of the few Americans that. Have stamps in your passport. Yeah. You've done some shit. Yeah, yeah. I've Most of these clowns, are, you need a passport? Yeah, you might want to look just outside of your borders. There's other people that speak English too. In right. The world. Why not uh, visit them? There's also people who speak other languages, which is cool. Yeah, are you doing any, uh, what do you, uh, let me guess. Two languages very good and the third one's like wonky. Three languages very good. The fourth one's kind of wonky okay yeah. it's only off by one language yeah you're off by one uh what's so, your favorite one to speak french you got a french yeah which is my wow. one that's wonky oh that's cool yeah i love that language yeah. i can understand it very well so people can talk to me in french like fluently what about french canadians i don't know about them man no <laughs> i don't know no no it's just like different it's different right totally different yeah. and the people what are the people from france called French people? French people. <laughs> the French? No, like... Well, the people outside who speak French are called francophone. Yeah, right? oh, yeah. I'm thinking about, like, what do you call people from France? Like, not French. That's like a dumb American thing. They're they're Francians? Frenchies? According to who? What do you call them for? 
Oh, in Canada, there's a whole East oh, Coast, West Coast thing going on there. Got it, got it, got it. That uh, makes there's, sense. There's, uh, but anyway, I worked for, um, uh, in Vancouver, I worked for a French couple in a restaurant. And um, uh, I, they were from France. And uh, they, I asked them, I go, what do you think of the French-Canadian language? And they couldn't believe, like, they were like, they went on a rant about, the levels of disgust that they had for well, because French is very the one thing I I it's love. a lot of slang they said a yeah because they're very like preserve our culture preserve our language preserve our customs mm. and one thing I was blown away by when I went to France first of all it, there's a huge uh, influx of immigration which is forced actually this is a forced immigration from you know a lot of like sinister forces in the world who want to break down uh, a lot of European that cultures. same Im- that same immigration is in quebec because of the french the language it's ah, easier to immigrate easier to a country to yeah. if they got right, right, but right. then they show up and talk to a french some haitian guy speaking french to a canadian french it must be completely yeah and the, the irony is probably like, the haitian guy has a better preservation of french because he learned it in france with directly through french people which becomes very ironic yeah 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 isn't it such a weird world everyone thinks they've got their there's Mojo is the right one, yeah. but it's it's so we're so folded over on. And each we other. were even before this time of like forced immigration and stuff. I mean, that's why people are doing twenty three and Me, and they're discovering like, oh crap, I have you know Arab in me, and I didn't think that that was even there because I'm white, and it's like people are disrespecting borders and looking more internally to find out what their true rooted. Culture mm, and things right, are right because of the system. You know, you guys stay over there. We do a, do a thing over here. Nonsense yeah. doesn't carry through the DNA. Somebody went over there and fucked somebody over there. Yeah, totally. Oh, please! But I have a a whole legendary a whole half of my cousins that I we look at and we go, oh yeah, you're straight Turk. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You're like you, and see they it. can't argue it. They either. can't argue it. And then their last name, I realized was something that in uh, in Albanian, in the old Albanian translated to Ottoman. And I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense that your last name is Ottoman because I look at you and you're Turkish, even though you're Albanian by mm-hmm. identification, you know? But I, I agree with you. I mean, I think uh, one thing that, that I saw when I was in France was like, they were really, there was a sharp distinction. I wonder how many clan meetings would be shut down just if everyone had to if go through. If they did their 23 and me? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> They'd be like, well, I'm, p- I'm part of the Black League now. They would just switch, just, dude. Yeah, a bunch of Because they're fanatical. They would just switch their loyalties to a different fanaticism. Totally. It'd be, they'd, be, they'd be in a sublime cover band. White guys playing reggae. Oh, got it, got it, got yeah. it. Yeah. I didn't want to even bring it up either. It's yeah, the worst. It's terrible. It's brutal. Some white guys are good at reggae. They're, some of them are very accomplished, but yeah. I don't want to hear it. You know, Stevie Ray Vaughan's a hard enough swallow playing blues mm, yeah that's about as deep yeah you know i'll do eminem but not vanilla ice 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 baby yeah rob Wink- winkleman is his real name yeah it's a good thing he changed it to vanilla ice yeah it's a lot shorter shorter that, that was he appropriate sharded. right he sharded sharded well what year <laughs> we were you born why do I got to say that? Oh, sorry. I'm just fucking with you. 1984. 84? Yeah. You want my weight next? No. I, I, was just, I, was I used just to do jokes to... on stage where I would say my age and my weight. Yeah. And I, I didn't care, you know, mm-hmm. and because um, it was funny for the joke. And I remember before I did it, I told my boyfriend, I was like, 
you might look at me different after I do this joke because I'm going to say my number. And then he was like, you, number. It, yeah, whatever my weight number yeah, yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it sounds funnier. It's so, what number? Yeah. Number what? Yeah. And his, his thing was like, do you think like visually you're going to change in my mind once I know how much you weigh? And I remember I was like, yeah, I'm still, I still look exactly like whatever I looked like when I was on stage before I told you my weight. Yeah. So this crazy thing, it's like, you know, what do you know? What it's are we a, doing? it's a measuring stick from society. Yeah. But it was a way for me to go. No, I'm actually free. Yeah. Here you go. This is my age. This is my weight. Yeah. Why what's not? Your, what's your point? And not to mention that you, you kind of elevate yourself into a position of vulnerability, but it actually allows you to take more away from the audience. Yeah, because you're like, you know, I'm doing this. Yeah, you know? and uh, yeah. But yeah, I was born in 1984 in Albania. Uh, 71. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know I was with an old geezer. I'm an old fucker. I'm a bastard. I think that's what I saw when you looked at me. You're like, who's this bastard <laughs> right? yeah. dude you do a lot of projecting huh yeah I, 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 I have to read people constantly that's why i'm not really interactive generally out in the world yeah because you're reading people i'm just assessing them and see how they uh respond to certain things and i'm doing nothing to uh to uh it's it's funny for me to watch um do you have brothers three brothers yeah that's why you looked at me as like a shithead yeah <laughs> I did not look at you as a shithead. No. I only looked at you as a shithead when I came in oh, here. Oh, here comes the finger. When I came in here and you said, do you want some coffee? I only have almond milk. And yeah, I was like, no, that's I was, it. It's I, over. I was exposing myself. <laughs> like I was telling people my weight on stage. Yeah. I was telling yeah. you that I had almond milk yeah. in the fridge and I knew you weren't going to be happy. Yeah. Suddenly, all those jokes about... You know, being a molester, I was like, I'm not a molester. When do I ever be, say that? You can't that be I'm a molester, molester if you don't even drink dairy. That's how that works. Can you imagine? If there's like a pedophile who's like, yeah, I can only have almond milk in my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what the? Throw me that pair of child's underwear over here. I got to put something on my meatball sub. <laughs> they eat anything, dude. Are you into conspiracies? My friends are comics. I don't have a choice. No, uh, I get bombarded. Uh, no, no one really comes to me with their causes too much. Well, I don't know that are conspiracies causes. Nobody really has causes and conspiracies. We're more just it like, is if it is if you keep bringing it up. Like some guys, their narrative constantly is a. Do you know? Have you seen? Oh yeah, I don't do that. That becomes their whole their whole interaction in in their social environments are. They've already got these cards behind their back. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it's they're just shuffling but it's, it's the same a, it's, um, it's a way to get social credit. You know, you're riding on the. It's you're doing the same thing as the like, let's say the libs that you hate the libs because they're virtue signaling mm -hmm. or whatever. Totally. It's like, look at me, I have this credit because I know the truth. And for mm -hmm. me, that's not what it's about. I for me, I'm like, I don't want people to get lost in yeah, the, lost in the fake narrative about what's happening mm -hmm. you know when when like when everything that happened this year you know with the lockdown and people being like you know take the shot i'm like you're not suspicious that it's a, weird you're not suspicious that a government that literally kills people for money i mean that's what war is right mm. they're killing people for money they kill your own citizens for money right they send they sell them this propaganda about oh america da, da, da. and then they go over there and they end up like you know basically securing the poppy fields in in <laughs> 
you know, Iraq or yeah, whatever. Yeah, the military's go- yeah. But, and, but and the- so you're not sus- you're not suspicious that a, an organization that can be that sinister is now coming out and saying we this is for the good of the population and it's so important that you take it that we'll even pay you. Did That's you not think- suspicious. Look, there's a laundry list of suspicions. I mean that, but that's crazy to me. And so for me, why I talk about it, I I, I realize like I don't push it because people are gonna shut down and I can't do much. And I, it's like the thing where you realize, oh no, when people say like you can't save the world, they mean it. Like you literally cannot. Like people actually have to save themselves. And it's like I was having you have these- to save your own world, and then hopefully that influences the other people yeah, around you. But it can be so you can feel so helpless, like. I remember that I was having conversations. You can't spend your old, your days shaking people to wake up. That that's exactly you're gonna it. get whiplash. And also, they're gonna resent you. And it, not mm-hmm. that I care. I don't care if you're gonna resent me. If ultimately I'm gonna save you from like injecting yourself with poison, because I really believe that it's poison. Some people are meant to die. Isn't that Darwinism? Yeah, but except that this is is this Darwinism. This is breeding a different kind of thing now, right? There's there's two segments of society that are there's going to be this huge chasm that's happening. There's going to be the people like on my side who are very suspicious of everyone because I grew up, you know. You with, think it's be it's split because people smoke yes. cigarettes on both sides. People what? People smoke cigarettes on both sides. It doesn't matter. They know what they're doing. It's not like I'm believing that this is good for me and I'm going to smoke it. Do you understand what I'm saying? And in that situation, it's also a lot of times addictive behavior that we tend to not have as much power and control over as we think we do. But there's a different thing when you're making like a conscious choice, right? So to me, you're splitting up the segments of society. This is where chaos comes into effect. Yeah. And because chaos doesn't have a side, it just blows up in the middle of all of it. Mm. And everyone has to reassess. But yeah. there hasn't been anything traumatic enough for people to have this reflection. So. You don't, think, to, you don't think this whole year of like people being locked down and having their whole life stripped from them is not true? Sometimes people need more than a year. Some people are deeper than that. Yeah. Some people are still in a hell that it was never part of the world to begin with. You know, all these exiled uh, shut-ins and weirdos and stuff mm, like that. Right, for them it wasn't anything yeah. to be locked locked up. <laughs> I didn't mind being locked okay, up. Okay, I'm gonna get out now. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, I get it. But this is why uh, you 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 know you can be on crash planes in new building. You can be out in the street in a picket sign, or you can be on stage as a stand up comedian, representing your voice the best way you know how. Best way you can. Also, to realize like. What I mean, I've seen people go on stage whose lives are completely train wrecks. Yeah. And they go on and they like William Montgomery. Love him though. Yeah, no, I kidding. <laughs> I kidding. Love him. He's sober now. Yeah, he's good cleaned for him. up. Yeah, he, good told, for him, he's man. Doing That's a big deal. Totally. People don't realize what a big deal that is. They think they like, uh, you know, romanticize these artists who are alcoholics. I was like, go look at their life. Like, what is the point of having all that success when their life was so miserable? Like, you know how many people uh, fan- like romanticize Marilyn Monroe? Mm. And I'm like, her her life oh, yeah. was a disaster of loneliness. Well, it's an epidemic on the internet. Every girl with a Instagram and a fans only account is Marilyn Monroe. OnlyFans. 
Only fans? What yeah. is it? Fans only? It's only fans. Oh, what did I say? Fans only. Fans <laughs> only. So old. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I don't subscribe to any of those things. Yeah, I know. You get it for free. <laughs> I get enough stuff. Dropped off. Off, dropped off. Um, all He's kinds of stuff. You're in with the Clintons. They just. Yeah, no, people send me all kinds of weird stuff. <laughs> It's no, bad. dude, I, I agree with you. They're all, it's this whole, and I think there's a reason she's been pitted in, in like the limelight. I mean, the same people, this is the fuck, this is the evilness of it. Like you think you're evil because you have some candles and 666 or whatever. These are suppositories. Yeah, whatever. So <laughs> I can see the black. That's <laughs> from your asshole. Okay. You know what? My mother <laughs> might watch this. <laughs> so people, the saying, this is what's so evil for me about these people who are in this, like these sinister power hubs that everybody pretends don't exist, but they 100, I mean, it's so clear they exist, is that they will literally, um, after killing the person who was, a, for whatever reason, the threat to their establishment, they will then hoist them up and act like, oh, what a wonderful person, right? Like they did it with JFK, right? After they kill him, now they name a whole building after him, name airports. And I always was like, It's wow. the bait and switch. It's, but it's just the, it's the sinisterness of like, we got the person, so look, we're, you know, we, oh, what a wonderful person. They do the same thing in America. They have peanut butter doodles. That's their, it's like really? cheese doodles, but from peanut butter. That's okay. their snack of like junk food. Junk food's not big. I mean, it's, it's there, like in the major cities or whatever, where there's big, like, you know, but that, that's not really, the kids don't be, don't yeah. snack all day on this. They don't do that. No, because I think they, uh, well, they have delicious food at home. That's the thing with real nutrition in it. Yeah. Cause the, the, you know, we, we haven't been hit by, you know, the plague of feminism that makes women feel bad because they want to feed and take care of their families. That's why you see the luxuries of society while you see undernourished fat people because yep. they eat empty food shit food yeah shit food and i'm like i said my mother like i'm like you live on a green belt you have the best fruits and vegetables mm. and you're you got canned goods in the in the cupboard why why would you do that yeah that you feel so much better I, I i had to learn that i was eating a lot of just fast foods and traveling so much and jet lag and and i was just collapsed at the end of it it's terrible dude i went to houston uh last weekend and I've been eating like better cause I'm, you know, taking care of my body and like, mm -hmm. I'm like getting older and I'm like, I don't want to have excess weight on me when I'm older, mm -hmm. you know, cause it's, it gets worse. Yeah. Displaced. So I, I went off my path that was actually feeling better and went back to kind of some old way of, especially with traveling it was like fast food or whatever. And I, I felt exhausted and I was like, this has to be more than just to travel. Like it's mm -hmm. also like, I felt like I'm, cl you're clogging up your system. Yeah. And you know my irritable headaches, my not sleeping my, right. My family like follows um, the Muslim culture, so they'll fast during yeah. Ramadan. How long is that a fast? It's thirty days. Oh, I've not eaten for thirty days. Yeah, but no drugs. No drugs either. Oh wow! I was doing a uh, juice a cleanse, master cleanse. Okay, just cayenne. Lemons, maple syrup. No, so water. they they don't eat from sunrise to sundown. Yeah, and then they'll eat dinner. And they'll basically eat after sundown, but usually what that looks, they still end up eating way less because it usually looks like a big meal after mm. the fast breaks. And then maybe you wake up before sunrise and have a breakfast. But I went and I, my mom, I was like, oh, wow, her skin looks younger. Oh, for sure. At the end of this. And I was like, there's, there's like a whole reason behind these uh, like spiritual yeah, yeah, practices yeah, yeah. that's, that's real and tangible. Yeah. Like you could see that her system had cleansed itself. And I was yeah, like, your eyes are clear. Your eye, her eyes are were clearer. Her skin was younger. Yeah. You know, she'd obviously lost some weight, mm -hmm. but you know, my mom's not like a big 
woman, but it was still, I was like, oh, there's a reason that these traditions are in there. Sure. I, I look, I've done long fasts. And if anybody who's done uh, a fast, it's lasted more than 10 days. Yeah. Your body starts to go through a whole transformation. Whole change, yeah. Whole transformation. And uh, what's the longest you fasted for? The entire 30 days? Uh, me, I have done an entire 30 days in my younger days, but yeah. I am I no longer practice uh, Islam. Yeah. Because uh, I learned the like, history of how it came over to my people. You could just change it to detox instead of fasting. Yeah. It's but, but then I, used to, I also had an eating disorder, and I used to do like crazy shit. Like, did you I, vomit? No. Okay. I didn't do that. I did severe restriction, and then I'd binge eat. Yeah. So I, I make that joke. I go, I had eating disorder and then i point to my body and i go obviously it wasn't the right kind yeah um but when you said eating disorder you should have said i've been eating this order of food yeah it doesn't work i'm gonna cut laughter in there <laughs> um but i would i did do a master cleanse for 10 days but i was like sick in the head so i'd get up i'd go run six miles and then just drink that lemonade, and then I'd sleep because I was so tired. Really? Yeah. I you, how many hours were you sleeping after by the ten day mark? Um, after the first week, because I'd be down to four hours sleep. No, I was sleeping a long time because it was like I was exhausting my body. You're not supposed to do a lot of physical activity. No, I was barely running. a. a Ten minute yoga session yeah, or something. You're not supposed to do any of that. So I used that as like I'm cleansing my body, but it was you know all weight oriented. I think I dropped like. 20 something pounds in 10 days, which is insane. No, yeah, no, it's crazy. It's insane. I got down to, uh, I went from one, just under 170 down to 142. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. It's a lot. And you're, you feel weird because you haven't ingested anything. Yeah. You know, and, and when you go back, you got to go real slow, otherwise, you mess everything up. Obviously, uh, I didn't do orange that. juice. Yeah, because I was, yeah, I did a stupid one. I cracked and went in, and I figured I talked myself into eating vegetarian sushi because I thought it would be like, no, no, it was a disaster. It was terrible. Your body's just, I ate potato chips, I ate tortilla oh, chips. Oh, processed food oh, after a cleanse. Terrible. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah, that's why I don't, I don't believe in a lot of that stuff because I, I think a lot of it comes, like, especially if you read on the internet, and you're like, if you see the people who are behind it, you're like, oh, you're anorexic. Okay, I understand. Or you're ortho orthorexic, which is another eating disorder. What's orthorexic? Orthorexic is basically like, it. it's like anorexic, it but they're obsessed with everything has to be healthy and pure. They're obsessed with everything being super pure. Runyon Canyon. You'll see emaciated people with ankle weights and headphones obsessed on. Obsessed with it. Yeah. And it's like that's- Gaunt, muscular. Yeah. That's not healthy either. You know, they health? look like me with a ponytail. <laughs> That's what the women look like. Health, health is about balance. You know what I mean? And it's like, what it is, it's like, it's, it's control, right? And I used to have friends like this and it's horrible to be around them because they're like, you'll go to a restaurant. Can't ignore it. Yeah, they're like, is this grass fed? Is this, where's this from? Yeah. Okay. And you're like, whoa, like one meal isn't going to kill you. Like, I understand we have this culture of like, well, just be fat or whatever, but this is like the compensation to that. Well, then she's doing coke off a toilet seat three hours later. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Organic broccoli yeah, yep. and then heroin. I don't know, is she single? You want to meet her? I want to meet your eating disorder friend. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know if... Uh, I don't know. Yeah, you're humming and hawing. You don't have sisters, do you? No. What about a friend that you're trying to get back at? 
You don't have to name her. Just give me her Instagram and I'll start dating her. I don't have a lot of revenge. Like I don't have revenge in my heart. What? Yeah. You've changed. I, what are you talking about, dude? <laughs> You've been carrying revenge in your heart since high school. <laughs> no, it's not true. I, really? I'm, I'm not a big revenge person. No, but you can have revenge by being successful. That's the best revenge. Yeah, that's more like the kind of revenge I'm trying to seek on my father. Or <laughs> burn down the person's house. Well, that won't be good. That's good revenge. No, it's not. It looks great when you're standing up front with a can of gas. You're like, eh. With your hands behind your head. On your knees going, it was me, Malachi. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I could. Uh... You've never thrown rocks at people? No. Really? Mm-mm. Even with older brothers? Oh, we'd fight, but I didn't throw rocks at, at people. Yeah. I mean, we'd physically fight. When I was younger, it stopped once Like my brother kind of got bigger than me, like really bigger. He was like more mature and was like, yeah, I'm not going to hit you because I'm going to hurt you. Yeah. And I was still like, you yeah, know, terrifying. I was still stuck in that whole old. Ah, ah, yeah. Ah. Yeah. But he was, he would just literally push me away and go, we're not doing this. And it was, I, you know, I respect him for that. Cause I like, you know, he realized he had power and he didn't abuse it. Yeah. It was, you know, commendable given what we were raised in, you know, you wouldn't. It's tough being an older brother. Yeah. It's a big job. Yeah. It's a big job, especially when you're trying to figure yourself right at the same time. Right, it's a big deal. I'm a big brother. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind being a big brother. An older, yeah, the, the oldest. I was. The Are first. you the oldest? You're the first. I'm the first, and then uh, under me, my sister and a young. My brother's like 37 now. I think. Okay, so he's about my age. Hmm. Yeah, he's he's gonna be sleeping on the other couch soon. You're gonna have a whole maybe. No, no, he's too afraid to leave the country because it costs you like five thousand dollars to go home for quarantine fees. That is insane, dude. Yeah, and they force it on you, which is fascism, dude. It totally is, and uh, but they can force it on you by telling you, but you can just resist. Yeah, you can yeah. resist. A lot of people have, and uh, they'll fight the court thing. The fines and all yep. that down there. There's going to be... it's unconstitutional. There's no constitution in Canada. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. There's no freedom of speech in Canada. I didn't know wow. that. Yeah. There's versions of... We have some parallels to the Declaration of Independence. Right. Is that it? Yeah. So... You have a charter. A charter. When you say we, I haven't lived there since like 2000. Don't try to get out of this now. You're Canadian, dude. I'm I'm thinking I'm apply for citizenship in the United States in the are fall. You? Yeah, I think I can become how, American. How are you here? <laughs> He's on a customs officer, looking at me drinking a cup. How are you here? How are you here? I <laughs> I have a green card. Hmm. Yeah, I've had a green card for a long time. Well, then you can apply for citizenship. After seven years, I've had my green card for fifteen. Yeah, I thought it used to be after five years. Well, they upped it, huh? Yeah. Um, so I'll do that, I think. That's good. But then I heard that you don't even need a permit to buy a gun here. Not in Texas. Not anymore. Apparently, like this week, you can just walk carry. in. Yeah. yeah. That's the way it should be. You, you're cool with that? Yeah. I'm cool with that. Because I don't think that the people who care about the laws are, you know, are the dangers. You understand? There's a lot of people who don't care about the law. Like the... Okay, the, the gun control is the stupidest thing ever because it's already illegal to murder. Yes. 
Do you get what I'm saying? It's like making shovels illegal. Yeah. Because someone got shot, a hit with a it's, shovel. It's already illegal to murder. It's yeah. illegal to have a mass shooting. Mm. So do you think that if you make guns illegal, you're going to stop that? No. What are you yelling at me for? I didn't do nothing. Because you're Canadian. Yeah, but we have hockey sticks instead of <laughs> Yeah, but you arms. guys just lost your AR-15s because of Trudeau and that fake false flag that happened over 2020. No one's... Uh... <laughs> that was so fake, dude. What was? That guy who went on a shooting spree or whatever, and then right after they passed the bill to get rid of the AR-15s. You think that was coincidental? It was 100%. It's what they're trying to do over here. Where was the shooting? Um, I forgot where it was. Oh. Yeah, I forgot where it was. But I think it was in like November of 2020. Yeah, and on the Danforth, the Greek area of uh, Toronto. Right, and then they, they but like- But they didn't have an AR-15, it was a handgun. It doesn't matter. They made automa- semi-automatic or automatic, whatever. They made it- Yeah. They made it- and Well, this is out of fear. Look, but they don't- See, what you're not seeing is the other side. They don't have the uh, po- manpower from the police perspective to deal with that kind of- uh, hardware. There's no military. Good. 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 That's good. <laughs> no, that's good. You shouldn't. Because the government should never be more powerful than the people. I, hey, look at me. <laughs> what, do you, what do you want me to look at? <laughs> no, like, I, uh, yeah, now you're taking me, you can fuck up all my shit with bad. my politics. It's too bad. No, because you know what? People who <laughs> people who are going to care about gun laws are the people who are going to use it to protect themselves and protect others. And I know about two, like, yes, there are these, the, see, the only situations that get publicized are the people who misuse guns, okay? Nobody talks about in New York. It's like penises. New, <laughs> They're very misrepresented. They only talk about them. So you never see a girl on the news going, oh my God, I had the best time. I had 13 orgasms, <laughs> right? That didn't happen from a penis. It happens. There's, there's some girls out there coming three times from a penis, well, a, a real live one. It's got to be. I've met some ladies that have some uncontrollable, uh, uh, like you touch their nose and they come down their leg. It has nothing to do with Barnacle Bill over here. But you don't think a lady can have 12 orgasms? No, I think she can. Just not with me. Yeah. Oh. With another lady. <laughs> there's some ladies that have faked it 12 times. Yeah, well, that's different. No, some people have a good time. Some people don't. <laughs> Some people don't know when to get out. How's that for a hard Canadian? Oot. Oot. Have you been? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've been to Toronto and I've been to Montreal. Uh, I hope in the summer. Yes. What month? Um, I think it was like June. Ooh, I don't remember. That's May, a hot one. May or June. Mon- Look, Montreal's a... F- uh, well, you know then. You're, how was your French? It, it, amongst they, the f- nobody was talking to me in French. No, because either you're one or the other. What do you mean? If you're um, speaking French, it's kind of like a, Montreal is like a safe place to be bilingual. Okay. Okay. And um, it's not Quebec. Because the signs, I think, Quebec is, uh, yeah, that's a whole different, I couldn't believe what kind of attitude we got just outside the city. That's funny. Driving up north to, uh, or east to uh, New Brunswick and Halifax. Nice people over there on the east coast. Up near Newfoundland, Prince Edward Island. Do you ever follow uh, Anna Green Gables? No. Do you know the children's story? No. Oh. Sorry, I'm an immigrant. Um, My children's stories are... Like Pippi Longstocking? had the goat and they went on the mountain yeah. with the goat. Do you notice that some of these childhood 
stories have had American versions of them when people have told you the same storylines but in a native tongue? I like, I've heard jokes, street jokes in from drunks and bars, and there were some similarities how they've been passed around like a, a message in a bottle or mm. something. Maybe I know I haven't I haven't noticed. You don't hang out with enough alcoholics, I no, guess. No, I don't think so. <sighs> yeah, <laughs> I'm still thinking about. I went to a gun store last week and did uh-huh. a show at a gun shop. Oh, I was there. Yeah, that's right. You yeah, were there. We, did, we were on the same show. That's right. You almost got hit in the face with guns. Yeah, dude. Remember when you came yeah. to the door and he was holding yes. them to transport yes, them into safety? Yes, and I walked right, yeah. almost right into you it. You almost had your nose busted. You almost got pistol whipped. I did. By a whoops-a-daisy. That's the police. Yeah. They're on their way. I don't know what this is. Um, We have a show tonight. Let's see if this is real. I should check. I think you're wrong about the date. No. You're, you're wrong about I, the I date. I posted it just now. Well, it doesn't matter. You're still wrong about the date. Yeah. Oh, you're right. It's tonight. It's tonight. <laughs> See? I guess I have two shows tonight then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just let them know that you're going to be late. This show's going to be fun. Oh, I, I love this show. Yeah, it's a good lineup, right? It's a great show. Montgomery? Yes. Not good for the poster, though, is he? Because he looks like a crackhead. No, well, well, now he's been combing his hair, and he looks like uh, an alcoholic lawyer on holiday. <laughs> Yeah. He's, he's very funny. He's fantastic. He's such a funny guy. Who are some of your favorites? Let's name names. Uh, I love Tim Dillon. Yeah, of course. I he's, mean, like uh, local people that have, uh, I mean, people that live here. Who have you been seeing that makes you laugh? Um, Brian Holtzman. Yeah, of course. Cracks me up. You made me laugh, but also very uncomfortable. <laughs> so uncomfortable. I was like, this guy is like. That's enough. Yeah, that's like enough with that. Okay, enough with the noises. Uh, um, yeah, Brian's electric. Brian is just fantastic. Mm. Love him. Um, who else have I been seeing that make that makes me laugh? You know, Joe Rogan made me laugh. I thought it was. Very you seem funny. surprised. Yeah, he's doing quite well with his yeah because, comedy because career. Everybody always said, "Oh, he, you know, he's got a great podcast, but he's not stand up's not very funny." People are haters. People love to hate. And then totally. I went and saw him, and I was like, "What are you talking about, dude? He's a better joke writer than you." First of all, he left everything to do this. Yeah, that's that's the begi- that's the center of all of this all this cool stuff that's come around is because he's a stand-up comedian yeah you couldn't get away with any of it if he'd gone down to another route of a, a television so i just presence. people people are such haters yeah so that's uh ryan joseph who's running our show has been making me laugh mm-hmm. he's funny man yeah he's so dark he's like you you'd like you'd like that ryan joseph okay yeah the guy who's running our show tonight oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i haven't he's seen funny. him yet. um david lucas yeah hilarious dude mm-hmm. beast hilarious. very funny um, in terms of women, I saw Annie Lieberman and I thought she was really funny. Yeah. She was cracking people up, dude. She's and she went up on stage with in like sweatpants and like a pajama shirt, yep. like did not care. let it rip. Yeah. And I was like, that's, I like that. I support that. Yeah. It's nice to see some, uh, there's not a lot of female comics here. Listen, it, it, and private we've, we've look at the, my friends that are in the business that have moved here yeah. are like, where are the girls? Yeah. There's an, where are the women? Yeah. Brian's red band's publicly like, if you're a funny girl, oh, I think one night when you were on, yeah. he followed, he goes, if you're a funny girl, move here. Yeah. The night that- Don't wait. We need you. Yeah. The night that I went up, Yeah. I was the only girl there at Kill Tony. And you were pulled- Organically. Yeah. But but it, he had to pull like 15 names. I told the guy who works there that I know, I was like, listen, let him know that I'm the only girl there so he doesn't have to go through 100 names before yeah. he finds me. You know, but then he pulled pulled me. But I was like, you know, 
Mm -hmm. But then I see, you know, girls come and they're not funny. And I'm like, oh, God. Yeah, they come and go. A lot of them uh, are, um, you know, relatively new. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you've... you've living, I'm relatively new. Yeah, but you've also been right in the university of some of the best. That's, yeah. You get to yeah. see these guys yeah. regularly. They have no perspective. They yeah. just see superstars yeah. and open micers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've been around people really grinding. And I've been around people who've been doing it, let, let's say, like five, six years is the sweet spot for a lot of people where they start mm -hmm. to really get funny. Yeah. But, you know, before that, I wrote comedy. I wrote a comedy show. I produced it. I, you know. I, yeah, you're more rounded. Well, rounded as, yeah. a, as an artist with... Okay, these are pieces for my puzzle. I, that's literally what happened. It's yeah. like I spent different time in different areas that then it all made sense to put it into stand-up, yeah. which I resisted for a long time, you know? Like I had people telling me for six years to do stand-up. Mm. Like people that I don't know would be like, do you do stand-up? And I would be like, don't insult me. Yeah, well, Eleanor. Do you know Eleanor? No. She was a waitress at the comedy store and... uh once again, Rogan, like, you're really funny. You're funnier than most of the comics in here. You should totally be doing... She's from Philly. Like, she, I think, eight brothers? Wow, yeah. That's a huge impact. That's a huge impact. Because my brothers roast the fuck out of me. And we roast the fuck out of each other. And they oh. roast the fuck out of each other. And yeah. then I watch them roast each other, and it's funny. And then I chime in with yeah. the roasts. And it's yeah. like... You know, it's survival of the fittest. Yeah, like my, you can't go crying to your parents sixteen times a day about the multiple harassments. Dude, you got to build it up. I had to, I had to, I had to save going to cry to my parents for the physical harassment. Yeah, the emotional harassment was like, I got this. Yeah, yeah, I you can know? work around. I was this. like, don't worry about that. It's just like, don't you know, punch me in the face because yeah. then we got another problem. But it was funny because my boyfriend says like, you know, when people like try to crack a joke on me, he's like, oh, you think you're gonna get her? He's like. She was born in the dark. <laughs> yeah, exactly. People take license to think that they're going to put you off your game. But you you don't know where I'm from. You know, you have no idea. Like, no. You have no idea, dude. You and the, no and idea. I come up with roasts very fast on the spot. Like, um, what's his face? The guy in the wheelchair, Michael Lair. Oh, He's so funny. Dude. I think he might be the funniest person alive. That's a, And that's not wrong. All right. Because he's just, and he's so creative. How was he last night? I didn't Did, see him. I wasn't there. They stopped the show again. They go, Michael, this is the best performance you've had on the show. How can you wow. keep getting better? Wow. Yeah, he's just so good. So he, I, I was, I went up like two people before him on Thursday at the secret show, and he's not said, a lazy guy for not somebody a lazy guy, who dude. can't move anything from his waist down. Yeah, and he Lou and Garrett's disease just, and it's so such, assassin, such a murderer, tragedy, dude. Mm. But and then you able-bodied people. Billy Bedsores on my couch. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I know. I'm with you, dude. I'm with you. I just, I've, I'm going to start bringing back the belt at right my here, house. Right, right here. Right? I'm at my you. house. Just start I'm gonna, whipping people. Yeah. Men. Yeah. That are acting like. Bitches. Bitches. Yeah. We, we got to cut this out. We got to cut it out. I'm going to start whipping people and. Thanks for being on the show. Yeah, you're a man and you want blonde highlights? Belt. Belt. <laughs> and if first of all, highlights get you the buckle end. Yeah. Sandals too. I don't do sandals. You wear sandals, you're getting you're getting the buckle end. Even when I my uh Yeah, I don't wear open toed shoes. I used to walk as a, a janitor at a glory hole and 
it would splash in between my Crocs all the time because there was so much trucker cum. Did you really work at a glory? Yeah, I used to do. I used to squeegee all the loads How was down that? to the drain. It smelled. First of all, it smelled so bad. I used to have to put my own shit on my lips to no, get through didn't. a work day. No, you didn't. I give my. They call me Adolf Schittler. Did you really put shit? And I wear a green camo. Did you put shit on your? Yeah, I put a little because you know the spearmint gum that they use for autopsies. It's. I couldn't find it. I didn't know anybody in the medical field, so yeah. I would do two little shit smears uh, of shit of shit. Sometimes cat, sometimes because my own. Because it smelled that bad. It smelled so bad. The cum. It was. It, it had. It all run together down at the bottom of the drain, and it had this kind of heartbeat to it. I guess it would. It would move away from the drain, like it was trying to fight for its life. Jeez. Where can people find you? On Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at Leonardo is funny. Mm-hmm. So it's Leonardo with an A. Yeah. Is funny. I'm on Twitter too and YouTube. Same chan- same same name on all of them. I have a YouTube channel. And uh, 10 o'clock tonight at Creek in the Cave. Yeah, Creek in the Cave. That's great. Good thing I saw you today. Totally. You wouldn't even know. See, she's struggling with the fact that she's got so many shows coming up. I do actually up. have so many shows. See? I've got like 20 shows this month. Do you think it's a lady show? It's because I'm, I think a little bit of it is we need a lady. She's funny. And it won't, it won't seem like we just hired a lady. And I think a lot of it is also I'm funny. You set a standard in yeah. the city. Yeah. Most definitely. Thank you uh, for being on the show. Thanks for having me. And I'm looking forward to uh, sharing the stage with you tonight. We're not really going to sh- We're going to pass in the hallway, but yeah. we don't really- I'm going to pretend like I don't know you. Thank you. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't even bother me. <laughs> I've had such a good conversation with you right now that uh, if you ignore me for the rest of the summer, I'd be like, well, we had our time. <laughs> we had our time. It's going to cycle back around and uh, you actually go, hey, across the patio yeah. at some nightclub or comedy club. I'd be like, just remember- yeah, I'll be walking over with my hand. You'll be like, <laughs> these are people I like. Rejection. It's fun. Yeah, it's good times. Thank you. Thank you. I, do we? What a weak handshake. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Until we hear the safe word, we will not stop. Safe word with Jason.